0: اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بالله من الشيطان بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب قد اعطتني من الملك والامتني من طاويل الله ذي فاتر السماوات والارض انت ولي في الدنيا والاخره O my Lord, thou hast bestowed power upon me and taught me the interpretation of dreams. O maker of the heavens and the earth, thou art my protector in this world and the hereafter. Let death come to me in a state of submission to thy will and join me to the righteous. Surah Yusuf, verse 102. At the place of the execution, the condemned prince was made to stand in a hole, dug into the ground and was buried up to his waist. The Amir, King Habibullah of Afghanistan then went to him and said, even at this stage, if you denounce the person of Kadian who claims to be the promised Messiah, I shall save you. This is the last chance being offered to you. Take pity on yourself and on your family. The Zada replied, God forbid that I should deny the truth. This life is worth little and none of my kit and kill shall avail me in the least. It is not possible that I should denounce my faith for their sake. I shall die for my faith. Hearing this, the divines and the jurists cried out in one voice that he was a kafir and should be stoned to death at once. Tazkarat Shahadatan, page 58. At this point, a royal order was passed to proceed with the stoning of Hazrat Shaheed Marhum Immediately after the first stone hit Hazrat Sahibzada Sahab on his forehead, he tilted his head to one side, and recited the kalma shahadat: "Ashhadu <speaking in Hebrew> wa Ashhadu anna wa He then went ahead and recited these verses of the Holy Quran, which I recited at the beginning of the speech: <speaking in Hebrew> This was the conduct of a man, a very brave and honorable man, a man whose piety and devotion to the promised Messiah salam, was exemplary, the man whose steadfastness and perseverance in the face of adversity was referred to by the Masihu Zama himself as an example to be followed by his followers. What made this sacrifice more special and distinguished? Was the fact that the person of such high religious and political stature as Hazza Sahib Zada Sahab, with immense wealth and worldly accolades, and a loving family with wife and kids, strongly adhered to the condition of bath, that I will give preference to my faith over worldly affairs. Main Deen ko dunya par mukaddam rakhunga in its purest forms and did not let any worldly or material attraction come in his way to follow through with his commitment of bath. And that, my friends, is my topic for today's speech. Our Allah is one, demolishing the inner idols that hinder sincere belief. Respected President Sahab and my dear friends, our Allah is one, Meaning that we must believe in one God, the Almighty, the All-Powerful, and that we must get rid of all forms of shirk and worldly desires if we aspire to be the true Ahmadis as prescribed by the promised Messiah salam, and his khulafa. Our current Imam, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih al-Khamis, Sayyidullah Ta'ala bin Nasir aziz has laid special emphasis on this very subject through a series of sermons. Highlighting the importance of complete reformation within oneself as a result of Ba'at. In his sermon of November 2nd, 2018, Huzur emphasized upon the fact that to be born as an Ahmadi or accepting the doctrine of Ahmadiyyat does not suffice for one to be an Ahmadi. To practically become an Ahmadi, it is mandatory to make a concerted effort to follow all the practices expected of an Ahmadi with total commitment and dedication. To attain a complete reformation and to achieve the spiritual transformation, one must demolish the inner idols which hinder sincere belief and spiritual progress. Now we are truly blessed that we have accepted the Imam of the time and because of his teachings and under the watchful eyes of our Khulafa, we have the ultimate guidance available for us which is in line with the teachings of the Holy Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and the Holy Quran. Hadith Masih Maud alayhi, salatu wassalam, says, Let it be clear that to affirm the covenant of birth with tongue alone amounts to nothing unless it is practiced with full heartfelt resolve. Thus, whosoever fully acts upon my teachings enters that house of mine, concerning which God Almighty has promised in his word, inni o hafizo kulla manfiddar. Dear friends, our Allah is one, means that we believe in Tawheed in its true sense, and that we don't let any other thought come into our minds, and before this firm belief, no other idol can hold ground within our hearts. So first let's see what does the term "illah" mean. "Illah" is an Arabic term meaning deity or God. While Allah is a proper name used for the one God in Islam, Allah is a common name that refers to God concept in any belief. In the Holy Quran this term is mentioned hundred and twenty times. In 37 cases it is used for false gods In the rest, it is either used for God specifically or in general sense. Going through Quran, we see different pre-Islamic concepts of Allah, and the Holy Quran tries to reject each and every one of them. Allah says, (laughs) And they have taken other gods besides Allah that they may be a source of power for them. Surah Maryam, verse 82. Further on in Surah Yaseen, we read, اللَّهِ And they have taken other gods besides Allah that they might be helped. But then there are some who make their religious scholars or saints as their Allahs. The Holy Quran says, They have taken their learned men and their monks for lords besides Allah. And so have they taken the Messiah, son of Mary. And they were not commanded but to worship the one God. There is no God but He. Too holy is He for what they associate with Him. Surah Tawbah, verse 31. And the Holy Quran also identifies those who make their desires as their Illahs. In Surah Furqan, Allah says, have you noticed the man who has made his selfish desires his Illah? Can you assume any responsibility about such one? But then the Holy Quran goes on to show the inadequacy of all these false gods. Allah says, and we did not wrong them, but they wronged themselves. And their gods on whom they called besides Allah were of no avail to them at all when the command of their Lord came. And they added to them not, but perdition surah hud verse 102 jo Jaiga ka jayega kaano mein karega hashr Bapa la ilaha illallah Baroze e hashr sabhi saath tera chhodenge baroz e hashr karega ek la Elaha Illalla. therefore the Holy Quran gives a clear verdict about the unity of God. In Surah Al-Qasas, Allah says, and call not on any other God besides Allah. There is no God but He. Everything will perish except Himself. His is the judgment and to Him will you be brought back. Dear friends, our Allah is one. The belief in one God is the basic tenet of faith and the ultimate step of self-purification. This is the very belief that breaks the shackles of false gods, beliefs and fears within one's heart and thereby brings about the revolutionary change within a person and the society at large that is worthy of being referred to as an ideal Islamic society and culture. At the time of the advent of the Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Arabs worshipped hundreds of idols. They indulged in crimes and immoral life of various kinds. They knew nothing of civilized life. Kindness and consideration for others were unknown to them. But the very same people, when came under the fold of Islam and performed bath at the hands of the Holy Prophet sallam, were totally transformed. The or the animating power of Holy Prophet Muhammad وسلم, brought about a change of such magnitude within the lives of his followers that they became the best of all people and role models for others. In his Arabic the Promised Salam described this change as, You found them dirty like a heap of dung, and transformed them into a piece of pure gold. When the clear signs of the truth of their prophet became manifest upon them, their base desires were shattered to pieces like smashed idols. The companions not only physically rejected idolatry, but also cleansed their hearts of all the inner idols, idols like the worldly desires or fears. And by doing so, they became the torch bearers of divine wisdom, knowledge, and high moral standards, which resulted in them writing new chapters in the books of history. The promised Messiah says, I advise you repeatedly that you should purify yourself to such a degree in the same manner the companions of the Holy Prophet Muhammad transformed themselves. Father Khalifatul Masih Sayyidullah Ta'ala bin Aziz has emphasized that we must become pure like the companions of Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who emerged out of their ignorance, became godly people, repented of past idolatry, and strove to stay away even from the subtle forms of idolatry. The true tawhid that God requires of us is simply not to accept anyone to be worthy of worship except Allah whether it be an idol, or a man, or the sun, or the moon, or one's own self and machinations. Let me narrate to you an amazing and spiritually uplifting story of Hazrat Khubab and Hazrat Zaid In the fourth year of Hijra, upon the request of two Arab tribes, Adl and Qura, the Holy Prophet, Sallallahu sent 10 of his companions to educate them about Islam. However, the companions were betrayed and were attacked by nearly 200 armed people instead. The companions fought back but being greatly outnumbered by the enemy, unfortunately, eight of the 10 companions died. Both Hazrat Khabib and Zaid were taken prisoners and sold to the Quraysh of Mecca. The purchaser of Khobab wanted to kill him in public to celebrate avenging his father. So they took him to an open field. Hadid Khubab asked leave to perform two rakats of prayers. He performed his prayers quickly so that the enemy wouldn't think that he was ap- afraid of dying. When he submitted his neck to the executioner, he recited, when I die a Muslim, I care not which side my headless body falls in the way of Allah. The second prisoner, Hazard Zayd, was also taken to be murdered. Abu Sufyan, the chief of Makkah, asked him if he preferred Muhammad to be in his place that day. Hazazed replied with pride and honor, what are you talking about, Abu Sufyan? By God. I would rather die than Muhammad tread upon a thorn in the streets of Medina Abu Sufyan was amazed and said I have not known anyone who loved any others as much as the companions of Muhammad loved him Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ali Muhammad This is the remarkable transformation that the companions of the holy prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa sallam underwent that resulted in them having one and only one objective in their lives, which was to please Allah and his holy prophet Muhammad without any other idols like worldly desires or fears in their hearts. Dear friends, the sanctifying power of the holy prophet is not a story of past only. It has continued in the later days as prophesied. And the greatest manifestation of this miracle of the Holy Prophet sallam appeared in the person of Promised Messiah salam who declared, "Whatever is bestowed upon me is by way of reflection of and through the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallam Among the followers of the Promised Messiah salam we see the examples of similar kind. Of remarkable transformation, as we saw within the companions of Holy Prophet Sallam, One of the companions of the Promised Messiah Hazrat Chaudhry Ghulam Muhammad Khan of Hoshiarpur, was strongly opposed by his villagers, who went to complain to his father regarding Chaudhry Saab becoming an Ahmadi. His father asked the villagers whether he should ask his son to stop offering the prayers and reciting the Holy Quran and doing the good deeds which he has started doing since becoming an Ahmadi, or should he instead ask his son to encourage in mischief like the rest of the villagers? At this, the villagers embraced, were embarrassed and went away. This is the power of transformation or the of the promised Messiah which resulted in his followers to develop such an unwavering belief in the unity of God that they did not let any inner idol of fear or material desire that, taint, that could taint their belief one bit. <laughs> Dear friends, our Allah is one. To fear one God and to strive constantly to achieve his nearness is the essence of Islam. And to become a real Ahmadi requires of us to demolish all the inner idols like ego and selfishness, arrogance, relying on worldly resources, falsehood and lying, adultery or even thoughts and injustice. Regarding the worldly desires as an inner idol, the Promised Masah says, Shirk does not merely refer to worshipping stones, etc. Rather, worshipping various material means <clears throat> and revering worldly gods are also forms of shirk. <clears throat> he says, Every object, word, or deed which is given the same grandeur as is the due right of God the Exalted is an idol in the sight of God. Furthermore, it is to not suggest anyone more powerful in comparison to him, to not accept anyone as the provider. Regarding personal ego and selfishness, as the inner idol Huzur says, persons taking bath has to first adopt meekness and humility and has to distance themselves from their ego and selfishness. Our beloved Khalifa, Hazrat Tala bin Aziz has not only identified all the idols that must be demolished, he has actually showed us the path to achieve this lofty goal. The path includes offering salat regularly, recitation and understanding of Holy Quran, offering istighfar, paying our chanda and financial sacrifice, and displaying complete obedience to the Nizame Jamaat through our words and deeds. Dear friends, it has been repeatedly highlighted to us that we must all abstain from false claims and empty slogans and instead strive to achieve the true purpose of Baith and bring about the real transformation within ourselves. Hazrat Masih as-Salam has strongly cautioned us and clearly identified all the inner idols that need to be demolished In order to become a true Ahmadi Huzur says in Tazkaratul 10, And I quote jo shakhs meri is wasiyat ko nahi manta Hضour formata hai meri is wasiyat ko nahi manta Ke dar hakikat wo deen ko dunya par mukaddam kare, Or dar haqiqat ek paak inqlaab uski hasti par aa اور در حقیقت وہ پاک دل اور پاک ارادہ ہو جائے اور پلیدی اور حرامکاری کا تمام چولہ اپنے بدن پر سے پھینک دے اور نوع انسان کا ہمدرد اور خدا کا سچا تابدار ہو جائے اور اپنی تمام خدروی کو الودا کہہ کر میرے پیچھے ہو لے۔ main us shakhs ko us kutte se mushabahat deta hoon jo aisi jagah se alag nahi hota jahan murdar phenka jata hai aur jahan sade gale murdon ki lashain hoti hain huzur says, he who pays no heed to my exhortations and does not give priority to faith over worldly affairs and does not effect radical change in himself by making his heart and thoughts pure and clean and does not discard the garb of wickedness and foul deeds, and does not love mankind sincerely, and does not obey God truly, and follow me wholeheartedly by completely discarding his personal desires and independence, is like a dog that does not leave the heap of filth and carrion. Dear friends, the teachings and the expectations of the promised Messiah salam, are very clear. And therefore, we must all make sure that we don't leave any stone unturned in our efforts to bring about the change that is required of us. A change that is worthy of the baths at the hand of Masih Zama, Messiah of the time. And if we are able to transform ourselves, then we can be the claimants of the glad tidings given to us by Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Rabee, Hazrat Mirza Tahir Ahmad Rahimullah Taala. In his sermon of January 25th, 1991, and published in the book titled *The Gulf Crisis and the New World*, Huzur says, "Agar Tawheed ki aawaz buland karte huye para para bhi ho jaun, to Khuda ki kasm." میرے جسم کا ذرہ ذرہ یہ اعلان کرے گا کہ فستو بِرَبِّ رب فستو بِرَبِّ رب القعبہ میں خدا ایک قعبہ کی قسم کھا کر کہتا ہوں کہ میں کامیاب ہو گیا اور یہی وہ آواز ہے جو آج تمام دنیا کے احمدیوں کے دلوں سے اور ان کے جسموں کے ذرے ذرے سے اٹنی چاہیے حضور فرماتے ہیں ہمارے مرنے کے بعد ہماری روحوں کو آشنا کیا جائے خدا سے عشق اور محبت کرنے والے بندو تمہاری روحیں ابدی سرور پائیں اور ابدی سکینہ تحاصل کریں کہ جن راہوں میں تم نے قربانیاں دی تھی وہ راہیں شہراہیں بن چکی ہیں اور جن تعمیرات میں تم نے اینٹ اور روڑے اور پتھر رکھے تھے وہ خدا کی توحید کی ایک عظیم و شان بن کر اپنی پائے تکمیل کو پہنچ چکی ہیں ہوگا اور ایسا ہی ہوگا انشاءاللہ If in proclaiming again and again the oneness and unity of God, I become shattered into bits and pieces, by so doing, even then every bit and piece of my shattered body will rise to proclaim, Fustubi Rabbil Kaaba, bi Rabbil Kaaba. I swear by the God of the holy Kaaba that I have succeeded. After our deaths, our souls should be made aware of them. They will be told, "O slaves of Allah, O those who passionately love Allah, find everlasting bliss and tranquility because the paths on which you had made sacrifices have become highways. The buildings on which you had placed brick, stone, and pebbles have reached completion and attained heights of a magnificent and glorious edifice to the unity of Allah. It shall happen, it shall so happen. Inshallah. May Allah enable us to fulfill the expectations of the promised Messiah, Sallam, in our Khulafa and bring about the change in our lives that is required of us. May we be able to demolish all the inner idols within our hearts that can possibly hinder our belief and spiritual progress. May we be the chosen ones to fulfill the lofty task of establishing the unity of God so that every soul on the face of earth joins us in proclaiming that our Allah is one. ربنا لا تذق قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب جزاك الله